We live in a world that encourages us to remove ourselves from the human experience. Whether it's looking at our phones too long, forgetting how to talk to someone face to face, or just straight up giving in and convincing ourselves that a chicken nugget is actual food. It's not food, it's silence. I don't know about you, but this freaks me out. So I've started a podcast, my antidote to this silliness. It's time to blow our minds. My name is Will Fleming. Welcome to my podcast, Please Blow My Mind. Malcolm, how are you, brother? Oh, very well. Thanks, Will. Oh, <laughs> excited to be here, mate. Dude, it's yeah. awesome. I mean, um, I'm excited for you to be here because I saw you speak this week. Yes. And, you know, like I said to you, we've only met five minutes ago, so yes. I'm, I'm, I'm delivering a lot of information to you. But but what really I walked away from after you, you spoke was that you were one of the first people I had seen in a long time who likes to speak in story. Yes. And I think why that's so interesting is, you know, like we live in a world now where we think it's about facts. You know, we think that it's about statistics. We yes. think it's about algorithms. Yeah. And Malcolm, when I saw you, I was like, wow, this person's just talking about stuff, you know, just talking about life and and different things. And it really connected with humans. Mm. And it actually made sense to me that it did because we are humans. We're not machines. Um, So, Malcolm, can you give us just like a short little bio about yep. you like how do you fit into this world yes awesome i guess um you know thank you will for the opportunity to be here and awesome. just to share my story and all that i guess my my journey began years ago in a small island in fiji called levuka of Alau. Mm. um growing up in a, in a community where people you know are marginalized people don't have right. much to do and, and all that um interestingly I, I grew up in a village where they had no electricity mm. so we had no tv yeah. um, hardly any radio unless we had batteries um to to put in the radio uh, to get it going but uh what we do all the time is we we used to sit around in circles with our elders and they they tell stories mm. so these are things that uh, we listen to and, and picture imagine things in our head they tell stories of how they used to do things uh, back in the days, how they navigated the ocean, how they farmed the land and, and all that. So uh, growing up, I knew that uh, this is what I want to do. I want to share my story, live with experiences. Um, and we talk about experiences, you know, the good and the bad. Most of the times I, I see that uh, people, uh, when they're in front of others, they just share the good stuff. But uh, for me, you know, I, I love to share about the positive things, which is good, but at the same time share the, the challenges that I face along the way, but not literally dwelling on the challenges, but the lessons that I learned. So, um, so that's me. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Just, just a brief overview. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and, and so, what's your background? Because you, did you come from Fiji to New Zealand to study? Yes. So I, I came in 2008. So right. Going on my 11th year now uh, to finish my high school at Wesley College, which is down south, the only Methodist uh, school in New Zealand. Right. Uh, I finished in 2009, and um, you know I was an international student. The scholarship is only for high school, so uh, I played a little bit rugby here and there I was in um, the academy here in Auckland um, and, and also um, injured my leg my, my, my knee had operations I was going to go back to Fiji my, my papers were running out and all that but I belonged to a church called the Anglican Church right. so um, I, I stayed with families here and uh, they encouraged me you know the pathway towards being successful in changing the script our story is mm. to study so I was offered a scholarship to do a bachelor in health science a double majoring in psychology and health wow. promotion um, so I graduated in 2014, uh, straight away got picked up by the District Health Board. I've been a workforce development consultant there for, for five years. And um, yeah, I'm currently doing postgraduate studies in psychology as well. Man. So um, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And, yeah. and um, wh- you know, 
were you do, did lots of your family come across to study I mean as oh uh, yeah mm, good question I'm actually the first one yeah, right yeah, so there's first, a bit of pressure on yeah, you oh there's a lot <laughs> heaps of pressure but they like um especially um wherever I go and I'm, I'm not only representing myself or my family I'm literally representing a village a community yeah. <laughs> so my success is their success my failure are their failures as well mm. so um, it's it's a heavy burden it's, it's a pressure that I'm willing to take because mm. um, if I'm able to pave the way for them then I believe um, young people growing up can look up to me and be better than me and I always believe that success is succession you know if I'm not able to share my story share my learnings to them for them to be better than me mm. then I'm not doing my job here on earth so it makes so much sense and what I liked about what you just said is you're willing to take on the burden if you like and I mean do you get the feeling that everyone young and old in this modern society in our western world they don't want any type of burden Mm. Mm. we just want it to be easy and the more I think about life and the more I chat with people Mm. if you take the easy option you always end up unhappy Absolutely, and I, I, mm. it's it's so weird mm. because lots of things in life I think are quite um, self evident. Like yes. for example, it feels good when you love somebody, yes. but it doesn't automatically register in your head um, that you need to sometimes choose the hard option. Absolutely. That if you always like, for example, at the moment I'm training for a half marathon, yes. right, and I'm running all these kilometers, and it's it's I hate every minute of it, but. Yes. It, when I get home, I get this three seconds of a great feeling. Yes. And I do all of this pain so I can have three seconds of great feeling. Yes. And I ask myself, is it worth it? Mm. And my answer is yes. Yes. But isn't that weird? You would think it would be, we pretend in society that it's the other way around. Mm. I only want three seconds of pain mm. so I can have all of this other time of yes. feeling good. Mm. But it just doesn't work like that. Eh? No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so it they talk about sports um, like I said I used to I used to play rugby and I used to love rugby um, in the sense that when we train you see we train Tuesdays and Thursday nights right so this is the only time we train together so we push ourselves uh, not beyond our limits but just beyond what the coaches give us but then um, if, if you go and do your extras then you come on Saturday on the game day then you can see the difference of those just training on Tuesdays and Thursdays mm-hmm. and those that's um, training extra hard mm-hmm. because uh, you know when you run if you f- after you run maybe 30-40 minutes of running if you don't feel like you're feeling uh, like you're feeling like you want to spew up or if you're feeling dizzy then you're not, you haven't pushed yourself yet right. and the same is with life mm-hmm. you see you got to push yourself you got to go for those um, uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable zones. You gotta, you gotta challenge yourself, push yourself beyond limits, and life will be sweeter. Mm. You know, you gotta go through pain first in order for you to have success. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Do you feel like um, that message is getting across? Because I, mm. I never hear that anywhere. Mm. I don't hear anyone saying you gotta push yourself. Yeah. I hear people saying, mm. you know, um, come to me. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think that mm. maybe that's helpful. But it's a little bit like parenting, isn't it? Absolutely. If you give the child everything they want, absolutely, they're not going to appreciate it, no, right? No. And and I guess uh, talking about child and mm. raising people up, uh, I just had this discussion last night with some of the priests in church. Um, you know, you can't tell your obviously your congregation to read the Bible if you're not reading the Bible. Mm. So as parents or as leaders, elders in the community, we got to lead the way. Not, not just telling people what to do, but we got to lead by actions. Yeah. So if if our children are seeing us as people who are continuously learning, continuously struggling in a way to achieve something greater in life, then they will follow through our pathway. Mm. So, um, yeah. So that, mm. and, and tell me about when you came to New Zealand and, and I guess... 
an interesting thing for me is you're describing, you know, like your village and yes. you, you know, didn't have Twitter and all of those no. things. And is there Twitter there now? It's, no, no, no. <laughs> it's still the no, same. It's, the, even, it's funny in our village at the moment, we, we still we hardly get reception. Yeah. So if you want to go on your phone, you have to climb mountains <laughs> or treetops just to get reception. Dude, so. that's a fair deal. <laughs> yeah. You, it should be like that everywhere, right? You, we should have to use our cell phone yeah. to do that selfie at the top of a mountain yes. <laughs> because then everyone looks sweaty and no Absolutely. one looks good. Um, but when you were um, coming here, what was it like with the temptation mm. of um, having, you know, McDonald's at yeah. every corner, yeah. all these people, mm. you know, like trying to follow every emotion yeah. that they have? Yeah. I mean, was that challenging? It was. Uh, to be perfectly honest, it was uh, definitely challenging. The first thing is culture shock, mm. you know, um, just getting the opportunity to sit under electricity and study. That was totally new for me because <laughs> yeah. I'm so used to lantern and also I can study late and early hours of the morning mm. so excited just to get up to study because of that and the way things are for me um I felt like everything in New Zealand is so easy, uh, in a sense, given my, my experience and my background, but it's not necessarily easy. It's just a way of navigating. How do you adapt to these things? But came to a time where I, I see my friends who just don't bother studying. They love their sports. I, I, I did that. You know, I got lost in the culture right. of, in New Zealand, and then I started failing my papers. I failed at high school, you know, a few papers I failed at university True. and all that. But then I had to go back to my why, you know, ask myself, why? Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Is it for me? And whenever I go home for for um, you know for breaks and all that, the whole village come together to celebrate, to welcome me. And before I leave, they farewell me as well. So it's the sense of you know, like I said earlier. I'm doing this not for myself, you know, mm. not for my, my pride or for my reputation. I'm doing this for my family and for my village and for my island alone. Yeah. So uh, it, it's more than just the individual for me. Yeah. So. I, and, and that's another thing too, like in our Western world, you yeah. know, like New Zealand. I put, you know, New Zealand like a little bit like England and America. There's these Western um, values and, and culture. And, and that's something I spend a bit of time thinking about because, yes. you know, there's a movement now to move away from the Western values and and i just i just wonder if maybe we could be taking little bits of good ideas from everywhere i'm really worried that everyone's just um because everyone's scared yeah when we're scared we go back to what we know yes and we've we start pushing people away. You yes. can see America start doing it. Yes. You can see um, political yes. lines start doing it. And, and yeah, I just wonder how you navigate. Like, you've obviously worked out a way to keep your Fijian side strong. Absolutely. But do you kind of... Um, do you share the good things mm. that are happening in New Zealand with you know Absolutely. family back home? Absolutely, I love New Zealand. Um, you know, I think two days ago it was a Waitakere mm. College, mm. the Health Science Academy there, um, and what I saw is uh, communities you know coming together, the, the local dairies and all that, providing healthy foods for the students, mm. right? And every Tuesday and Thursday they have a, a walk through whatever they call it, where students can come. You know, they they're targeting poverty, they're targeting um, healthy eating lifestyle and, mm. and whatnot. So I thought, man, we could take this back to Fiji you know we have lots of farmers who farm the land why don't they bring food from their harvest into the schools you know and and start practicing these things so I try um, 
you know, thinking globally by acting locally, if you know what I mean. Hmm. So that's something that um, the New Zealand have provided a lot of amazing platform for me, a lot of amazing ideas that I could take back to my village and have more exposure in that sense. Mm. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Well, that's it's really interesting to think. So what was it? Thinking globally, yeah. acting locally. locally yeah. So in that, if you break that up a little bit and expand it, is that saying you're thinking at a global level, but yeah. but when you... So, so decisions that work for everybody, mm. but on a local level, don't forget that we all are individually different Absolutely. or something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So, mm. like, I can come up with all amazing ideas from New Zealand, but mm. if I go to Fiji, if I have my village, I got to understand the context. Mm. I got to understand the the resources. It's limited, and. For me, in, in my cultural background, I can just come, I cannot come and just advise and tell people what to do, but rather go through doors, go through channels for people to accept it. I got to sell the idea, but sell it in a way that is acceptable rather than top down, it's bottom up. Mm. See, uh, I could tell them this is what's working at school and this is what, you know, we t- poverty is quite a big thing in Fiji. Yeah. But imagine if we could come together, that village concept that I talked about, mm. you know, the village raising me up to be the person that I am today, we could bring that model into our village for the kids to to grow it's sort of like a succession plan mm. if you know what I mean. dude it's really cool and mm. it's really interesting to hear because these are things i think lots of people think about mm. but you know what's interesting malcolm is that i never really hear that many people talking about it mm. right what we like to say is just identify the problem yeah and no one ever tries to be part of a solution Absolutely. And, and maybe when we do feel part of a solution we think all you need to do is push like mm. but that's not really no. always the case i mean um what about like community stuff so you are um are you active in community and yeah. and and, mm. and what does that mean you know mm. i spend a lot of time thinking about um we should we should all be doing more in our community absolutely but what does that actually look like mm. and what does you know it's not like um like what am i going to do walk yeah. down the street asking yeah. people if they need help maybe yeah. Yeah. maybe but <laughs> like how how do you mm. engage with the community is yeah. it through church yeah absolutely through church i i i'm a founder of project conchal which is an online platform that i use uh, storytelling mm. and spoken word poetry right. or encourage students um but i guess it's one of those things where i want to i want to change the world i want to do this i want to do that but i got to start somewhere mm. so i found storytelling and spoken word is one of my strengths so i started from there you see i I reach out to communities. I, I talk, share my story here and there. I've spent a few nights on the streets at, at Auckland. I right. slept with homeless uh, people, you know, eat out of trash cans and all that for me to experience what they're actually going through. Mm. Sometimes we're, we're so educated, we're so big in things that we do with our work, job description, and all that, but we forget that we are human beings. You know, mm. we've got values. So the, the biggest thing that you can do for another, Benjamin Disraeli once said this, that uh, not just sharing your riches, but to reveal to them their own, you know, walk the journey with them rather than telling them what to do because mm. when those happens when we tell people what to do they're not going to accept that they, right. they will rebel from it mm. and that's what's happening right now in, in the world that we live in you know um, amazing organizations are putting in fundings for for various uh, things to to happen initiatives but it's not happening because they think money can change the world no for me i believe it's the values it's human to human it's not the connection of what you have but it's 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 your heart you know let people know that you care you know genuinely care not because you want outcomes but you want to change the life of a person so it's as simple as that mm. dude simple as that but sometimes the simple things if you really look at it are really 
difficult, eh? Like the analogy I give is like love, for example. Mm. And I think when you say in life it's good to love somebody, Mm. that makes sense. Mm. But really, then I think about it and I'm like, what is love? Yes. You know, you can't touch it. You can't hold it. You can't see it in front of you. You feel it. Mm -hmm. And we all kind of say, okay, it's this real thing. Yeah. But it sits in the magical land, you know. And I sometimes think about... um, Meaning is the same, you know. So, mm. it, it's it's good to um, have you on the show because it's it's an you're another person who's just trying to work through absolutely this stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, we have a world now which technology is moving mm. really fast, yeah. and I think um, soon in the in the United States or the Western world, there's going to be you know aut- aut- autonomous vehicles which yes. drive themselves, and there's even lots of people worried about. Um, jobs that will be lost you Mm -hmm. know what i mean um do you kind of see technology progress um, i mean how how do you balance that say from the cultural side uh you talked about the lantern and using the sun to uh you know as your light source which is so amazing Mm. that we don't do that anymore you know even in this caravan (laughs) we've got sun outside but i have the windows down and one light and (laughs) it's it's kind of you know it's 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 normal now Mm. that we don't use the sun we just think the sun is for heat but it's also for light Mm. like where do you sit with trying to balance mm. new technology and old ways of thinking? Yeah, do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely. Are we able to do that? Mm. Absolutely. I, I think we can. Um, you know, going back to uh, to my cultural background and all that, you know, culture is evolving. It changes mm. all, all the time. Mm. And the same is with life with the technology. It changes all the time. But at the end of the day, what makes you you? You know, you got to ask yourself that. What makes me different? You know, if it's easy, then everyone can do easy. But if it's hard, then only a few people can do hard. Now, mm. what's so special and so unique about me? So I keep that, but at the same time, I'm open. You know, open up our, our, our hands, our hearts to embrace changes. Because changes come all the time. No matter mm. how much you try and uh, deny it, it will come. It will come and will pass. But you got to be true to yourself in that mm. sense. Uh, and... I see there's a, there's a poverty in motivation. In motivation, when people talk about, like for me, being a Fijian uh, in a DHB, it's I'm a minority in there. Mm. But I'm not ashamed of that. No, I keep my effort because it keeps me a Fijian. You know, the, when I say hello, the, the simple things is greetings and all that. But I'm, open, I'm, I'm very open to, you know, doing all the data, the technolo- technological stuff that we, we do online. But always find a positive in, in, in the negatives. Always find a positive in the change. Because if you start planting positive mindset in you, then you will be positive. Mm. But if you're already shutting all the changes that come to you in a way, then your, your way forward will always be shutting things that you never know might bring some positive things right. that you could benefit from so like mm. what do you have strategies when you're having a bad day yep. you know because uh, lots of people talk about lots of people are really good at giving advice yes um, but I think what we forget is that it's really it's easier to be happy when you have full belly absolutely uh, you have you know your rent's paid you absolutely. have power and all of these things um, you know what do you? What strategies do you use when Malcolm's having a really bad mm, day, yeah. so that you can feel meaningful and yes. still hopeful? You yes. know, because I think that's what we're struggling with mm. in our society. Absolutely, someone's having a bad day, Absolutely. and they're thinking to themselves, "Oh well, mm. what's it all for?" Yeah, and and that's really horrible. Yeah, because life is super hard mm. but it's also really amazing regardless what you believe and yeah. you know spiritual or not 
it's amazing Mm -hmm. you know and and it's also really horrible and there's you know it's like a light and dark yes you know and it's always moving around and and the weird thing about humans is we just want to be light you know but there's some dark in us too absolutely and we have to keep it Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean back to my question like do you use meditation Mm. or, or or special ways of um Looking after you, yeah. yeah. I, I guess for me, to be perfectly honest, mm. uh, bad day for me. You know, every single day there's some bad bits in it, yeah. and and I had to acknowledge that. You know, um, it's it's not about you know me come stand in front of people to talk. Simply means that I've got answers to all. No, mm. I'm I'm learning. It's a process. So uh, whenever I go through um, you know hard stuff, uh, rock bottom, and all that, uh, I go back to my comfort zone, which is my family, mm. which is my which are my loved ones, and and my why. You know, um, people talk about why now all the time but so the question always do you really know your why right. uh, is it is it something you know when I talk about my family what about my family you know no matter what I do in life good or bad my family will always be there but what about them that keeps me going so for me it's it's the ability to, to change the world so growing up I had this I planted this seed in my mind um, that I would want to change the world one day and my world means my village mm. so no matter what I do if it's a bad day at work whether it's in sports whether it's at home whatever you know I always remind myself, is this what you want to do? Does this uh, incorporate or uh, add on to you wanting to change the world? Mm. And uh, I do meditation. Surprisingly for Pacific Islanders, it's so weird when I talk about it. You know, I do meditation. I pause for three seconds. I maybe end up snoring in that sense. But um, I do try and uh, stop myself, given this rush, busy world, you know, just zoom in, shut everything out Mm. for a few moments and just... um, align my body mind and spirit together uh, i do night prayer every night with my family at home um, so these are the the small practices that keeps me going every day so at home um, where i live in in mount albert there's a tree outside so whenever i go after work park up the car I, w- I always touch the tree before i go home because from work i carry all this burden that i carry with me but when i touch that tree you know i i'm literally transforming or translating all my my energy and everything into the tree all my worries all the stress from work i leave it in the tree and i go home so by the time i walk home into the house the pressure the burden is a bit lighter so when i come back the next day you know i touch the trigger maybe pick up everything else (laughs) but i feel it's more lighter now so those are the little things that i do just to release all the stress Mm. but i like i always want to acknowledge that i do face things in life you know it's it's never easy but it's a journey of learning and um yeah growth i guess man that's amazing Amazing, and and I really like that because the tree is the metaphor. Absolutely, you know. So some people could say, "Oh, you're you're actually putting something on the tree," mm. but also your brain, it's a, it's it's like a trigger, eh? Yes, it's like yes. A, a way of saying, "Okay, this is the moment yes. where I leave it at the door." Yes, and then tomorrow mm. I can take it back. Absolutely, you know mm. that's so interesting, mm. man, because that's something I think about all the time. Like, mm. you know. I do this podcast and and sometimes I give the best of myself Mm. to others and I'm sitting with the family and Mm. and I have multiple examples. I'm sitting there and, you know, I have little kids and sometimes they're annoying and I want to be patient and Mm. like a saint or whatever it is, but you end up just saying words that are not nice because you're frustrated Mm -hmm. and you're trying to, um, you've given energy to work, you know, energy to all of these other things and 
sometimes it feels not fair absolutely I would like to have mm. 9 to 5 with my family mm-hmm. and then I'll work 5 to 11 yes. for somebody else yes. and I'll be tired for them and yes. all of that stuff but it doesn't work like no, that you know so mm. hearing you talk like having uh, like a like a mental trigger mm. or, or you know even if it's taking those two things mm. like you said take a couple seconds a day yeah. just just shut everything else out think about you align yeah. um, to yourself whatever that means mm. I think we don't really need a definition you know what that means Absolutely. in your body eh? it's just like focus on you mm. do you and then when you get home find something that's outside your door yes. and touch it yes. and, and just say that's I'm turning off yeah. that switch now yes. that stress of work mm. yes. or or the huge problems of the world absolutely yeah because we can we can drive ourselves um, you know crazy is the wrong word but we can carry all of the anxiety from Donald Trump and everything else and mm. we should leave it at the door maybe Abs- absolutely for yeah. me, it's just one of those things. Um, you know, I've maybe eight hours in a day. You know, for me to work, I've carried this burden, this stress from work for eight hours. Now, for the next maybe ten hours or how many hours I'll spend at home, please tree carry it for me, okay? And then I go. But you know, trees are planted, so it got it, it has roots and all that. So by the time you pick up those burden again, the most of those stuff is already rooted in the tree. So the tree basically is growing all those stress that you carry and all that. But you go as a free man. Mm. But I guess it's a mental thing you gotta mm. you gotta start practicing it at first it was so funny because i see myself as talking to a tree or just you know if someone sees me then they probably think that something's wrong with me <laughs> but it's just my way of coping it's my way of of, of moving forward mm. and uh, just just trying to be positive as as mm. much as i possibly can so how different is a day in fiji to a day in new zealand like mm. what's a normal day when you're when you go back to visit the family yeah. Yeah. what does a day look like but, uh, totally different eh? <laughs> wake up at i try to wake up at 11 but you know at six o'clock in the morning the sun is hot oh, you'll be sweating um, and for me like I said um, it's, it's always humbling when I go home because every morning uh, mom never makes breakfast because the community will come together you know mm. um, I'm here in New Zealand I, I'm not just uh, when I get paid I just don't look after my family you know I, I pay for my cousin's school mm. fees um, if someone's wedding I pay for it um, family members have passed on that I've never met I pay for all these things so these are the, the responsibilities that I carry with me so when I go home you know everything is, re- is reciprocal so I serve my family while I'm here but yeah. when I go home you know um, people bring food home people mm. bring cover home so so, um, yeah, I, I just basically, um, it's always humbling when I take my, my, my wife back home and she always say, you know, wh- wh- where do these people come from? Mm. I say, that is me. You know, that's my mirror. The, the actions that we show others will be a reflection of what they will give you. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so, that's, mm-hmm. you know, when, because um, Pacific culture yes. is a lot about giving. Yes. And, and sometimes, because I have lots of different guests on the show who come from all different types of backgrounds. Mm. And one of the themes that comes up is that... Um, you know, before we give, yes. we really need to make sure that we have enough to give. Absolutely. But I feel like that doesn't really get talked about that mm. much because the act of giving yeah. is supposed to be, you know, the main thing. But, I mean, do you kind of, is there a way we can talk about it without being disrespectful? Yeah. My point being that mm. if you're giving what you don't have, yes. it 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 can leave you feeling empty. Absolutely. I mean, is there something, mm. some truth to that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, like for me, when, when I give to, because I've got my wife now mm. and, and we share the responsibility and the load, but at the same time, we've got to focus on ourselves first, mm. you know. Uh, there's a, there's a, Fijian metaphor that says uh, means you have to start from Jerusalem and Jerusalem which is the promised land is, is your home mm. 
if everything is good at your home, then everything will be good elsewhere. But if you're giving and you're struggling at home, then what? What's the purpose of it? Mm. You know, the meaning of it. But I guess different people have different perception of course, of and, and, and the way they think. But for me, um, I always try and focus. If I'm happy at home, um, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. So if my wife is happy with with what we have, then I'm more than happy to what I give. But uh, having said that, every time I get paid, I'm always cautious, um, uh, mindful that um, that I will give something mm. to to my mother or to 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 other uh, extended family. But yeah. families is important, I guess. It's mm. important and. I think what I really enjoy about this chat with you is we're we're talking about two things. We're talking about kind of our social responsibility yes. and our personal responsibility. Yes. And probably most of, let's say, you know, the 70s, 80s, 90s were about that kind of social responsibility. And then we started measuring people's well-being. Yes. And we're seeing individuals not feeling mm. good. And so I quite enjoy the conversation now, which is about how do we as people uh, find meaning and feel happy? And, and it is a tension, you know? Yes. And it's one of these miracles in life where we are individuals, but mm-hmm. we're also part of a bigger... Absolutely. It's what you said, glo- think globally. Yeah, act locally. Act locally. Mm. Man, that's... <laughs> I might call this the name of the episode. That's awesome. Um, when you wake up in the morning, what what's, what's the one thing that gives you hope? Mm. You know, because I feel like... I feel like some days it's a struggle to find Absolutely. hope. You know, it's it's uh, we seem to be connected to the world now through mm. our social media and like this is being broadcast on YouTube mm. and people can find it on iTunes. So we've never had um, better communication. Mm. Yet the feeling of you know. Um, direction in the world it's kind of like well where are we moving towards are we moving towards artificial intelligence Mm. that will think for us so we don't have to do anything are we moving towards these um you know kind of societies where um there's no jobs for people Mm. or 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 you know and and also there seems to be a push to kind of remove religious Mm. spirit yeah and and uh, I only bring this up because I'm someone who I'm someone who always thought science mm. was the answer. Yes. You know, I come from a religious upbringing, but I am mm. I'm in no way um you know through my 20s and 30s I thought the the answer was science. Mm. But now I'm thinking, well, maybe it's a mixture. Yes. Like I think about most things, yes. you know, most things in life now, are, it's normally a little bit of this and a little yeah. bit of that. And I now have a spot open in mm. my thinking, which is, I just call it the the unknown or the mysterious, yes. the yes. magical. Yes. And over here, all the science can mm. do all of that stuff. But I'm hoping that gives me a sense of um, hope mm. because I want to dream and I want to wonder. Absolutely. And my, my fear is, is that... Um, we don't have that space mm. anymore. We yeah. we all have to think that um, everyone has the answer, you mm. know. So I don't really know what I'm saying. I'm, I guess I'm just talking, talking, talking. No, you could. But um, yeah, like what gives you hope mm. when you wake up? Well, I guess for me, every morning it's um, you know getting up. The first thing I do is, and, and my wife gets so annoyed with me <laughs> with, with this um, thing that I do is wake up, say good morning, and I 
get my iPad. So nice. why are you always on your iPad? You know, <laughs> can you just walk around? And I, so for me, my iPad, I, I store the Word for Today. So this is an app, mm. uh, and, and I read scriptures. And it's the, the amazing thing about the Word for Today is not just all scriptures, but it's relating to real life experiences. And I use the lessons that I learned from that day to keep me going. But to be perfectly honest, you know, some morning I get up and I say, "What am I doing? Man? I'm <laughs> dreading going to work, yeah. and all that." Uh, but um, Finances. I have to go to work yep. because I'm finances. Yep. That's a reality. Uh, but also for me, like I said earlier, it's it's my vision and my my life's journey um, is is designed in a way for me to fulfill that vision that I had mm-hmm. growing up as to change the world. But uh, having said that, if I draw a massive circle, right, maybe what three hundred meters uh, mm-hmm. diameter, mm-hmm. and if I put a small dot in the middle, that small dot is me. You know, that's the, the known. That's the science that everyone people, that everyone in this world know. But the other spaces are the things that we need to explore. So for me personally, I see myself as a holistic person. It's just my. It's not just my physical being. It's not just my mental being. But it's my spirituality. Mm. It's my social interaction with others. So if I don't understand or something that's not working, that I gotta explore. It's an opportunity. If I'm stressing as a person right now with my work and all that, then it's a reminder for me to change my approach. You know, change my way uh, redesign renew re-energize and keep moving forward yeah. so spirituality for me as an individual plays an important role because that's where i i find a sense of of peace yes. because if it's my mental world uh, if i focus so much on my mental um obviously health and all that then uh there's always two wolves fighting in my head you know the right and the wrong mm. the right says you do this the wrong say no no you don't do that you don't do this but spirituality is a space where i can go into where there's no answer nobody can tell you what's right what's wrong it's mm. you it's you understanding that um aligning your heart and your mind sometimes our mind changes all the time but if your heart is true and you know being a christian for myself they always say that um the scripture says the house of the lord is in your heart so that's a space that i could always go into mm. but uh for, for for my brothers and sisters who are not christians or not religious then they got to find a space yeah, right. i'm sure it's somewhere that they can explore and find out like like i said earlier you you're only just a dot because that's why you know now imagine of the arno it's massive than just a dot so mm. it's an opportunity for you to explore and find out discover for yourself so. yeah man and mm. and lots of people are trying to discover <laughs> absolutely and it's a journey as i am mm. you know and and that's what's cool is that um you know part of the miracle of this life is yes. that we're all different and yes. i spend a lot of time thinking about that mm. I, I sometimes wonder why aren't we all the same yeah you know like ants all look the same mm. maybe to their view they yes. all look different mm. But there's a noticeable difference in all of us humans, and and uh, trying to trying to embrace that difference mm. sometimes is is a bit strange, you know. Absolutely. Like some people can run really mm. fast, and I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, we all have the chance yeah. to find the thing we're good at. Absolutely, and it's kind mm. of strange because yes. some people are really good at weird things. Like I'm good at weird things, you Absolutely. know. And and I'm mm. I'm lucky now because um, you know, for example, I grew up dyslexic, mm. so I wasn't able, and it was confusing to me. Mm. I was like, why the heck can't I read? Yeah. Uh, everyone else can do it. Yes. I need to be able to read. But what I didn't realize is I was I was good at visually taking things in. Mm-hmm. And so that helped my career because yes. now I'm very good at mm. uh, making videos yes. and a visual space. Yeah. And so everything kind of works out. Mm. But it's, it's, it's really... It's, it's amazing. Like for me, I always think, um, you know, if everyone's the same, 
then this must be a boring world, you know? <laughs> but we, everyone is different. We were created differently. We were made differently. So we got, like you said, you got to identify what you're good at mm. because it makes the world colorful. It makes the world more interesting and mm. all that. Because I remember, you know, when I play rugby, I see other guys that's way bigger than me. I was like, oh, man, I, I, I want to be strong. So yeah. I start pumping weights, but then I became slow. Mm. So now I, I need to be fast. So if, if uh, and then I realized if I get caught up with wanting to be big, wanting to be fast and all that, then I won't be me. No, I got to find out who am I mm. and what I need to do. So when I stop playing rugby and now when I'm doing, um, obviously, public speaking and mm. in the work that I do, transformational speaking, I see what's so different about me. You know, do I talk like those American motivational speakers? <laughs> do I talk like those, um, obviously, British yeah. um, motivational speakers? Or, and then I thought, no, I'm different. I'm Fijian. Now, what I do every Monday is to resurrect uh, Fijian proverbs and all that. Because no one else is doing that. Like that. That's mm. different about me. Now, the message that I want to share, the, the reason why I'm sharing this is for people to identify who they are and be proud and loud about who you are. Because mm. you were made that way. Um, uh, suicide, suicide mental health is quite a big issue now with our young people and in, in obviously in New Zealand at the moment. Because we want to fit in. I see identity is um, being, from my experience in New Zealand, identity is constructed in three different ways. One is uh, I am what I have. Number two is I am what I do. And number three is I am what people think of me. Okay, now we got to change that, you know, whether you have it or not, you got to be you still, mm. you know, whether you do or you don't, you got to be you still, you know, don't worry about what people think about you because that is you, you know, mm. you cannot control what people think or say about you, but you can control you. Mm. Now that's a Space that people need to, I guess for me, this is just for my experience, uh, for people to realize and appreciate who they are mm. and uh, just know that you're different. Be proud that you're different. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, and, and that's an important message mm. now because we're feeling the pressure to be the same. Eh? Absolutely. You know, everyone has to, uh, if you don't believe in this, you mm. know, you're going to be pushed out of that group. And Absolutely. I just think more people need to say, you know what? I'm part of lots of groups, and that's that's how I. Because yes. um, it makes sense if you don't know uh, what's happening elsewhere, mm. then that's you, you might be missing important information. Absolutely, right? Like you know when mm. you're talking about the village coming together, yes. it's not just about coming together. Mm. People are sharing information Absolutely. and saying that hey, look out for that person, Absolutely. or we're doing something cool mm-hmm. over here. And yeah, um, yeah I think. What I hope for is that maybe in the coming years, there's a push to get people more together. You know, like I see no one celebrating, Mm. um, you know, hashtags, but I see everyone celebrating, for example, going to watch the All Black Games. We're not just watching a Mm. bunch of people running around. Mm -hmm. We're also kind of sharing a moment together, right? We're we're cheering together. We're crying together. And I think if we take that stuff away... Mm. And this is just me kind of overgeneralizing, so I'm not saying I'm a doctor or anything, but I think that stuff is part of the reason why we feel sad mm. because we're not together. Yes. We're supposed to be together. Yes. Mm-hmm. We And the weird thing about it is that our brains think we're together mm. on the internet, but we're not. No. There's, you know, the Māori have the hongi. Yes. And what I love about that is that it's touching mm-hmm. and you're the idea is to share the air yes and there must be something to that absolutely it absolutely. must be right mm-hmm. i mean so we that's what i want leaders in yeah. culture and society to mm. offer us absolutely don't mm. have a night market so we can just go and buy expensive yeah. food mm-hmm. 
find a way that we can come together yeah. for free. You that's know? true. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, that's for me too. I, I, I have missed that mm. by not going to church, for example. Mm. I, I wonder if, even if I'm not sure what my beliefs are, mm. maybe I should still go and just mm. be around people. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, anyway, we've, we've gone deep into life. <laughs> hey, um, Malcolm, so what's the Facebook page you founded? So Project Conshell. And Conshell mm. is... Um, so Conshell is, is like a, a blowing device that yeah. we use in, in, in the Pacific, right? So um, in, in Fijian context, um, when a Conshell is blown, um, it's, it's a call for order. It's a call for people together, mm. you know, to come together. And the chief uh, is going to relay the message, what needs to be done in the village. Mm. Um, in saying that, uh, when a chief dies, you know, in, in the Fijian context, uh, people are not allowed to cry. Um, so the Conshell is blown throughout. So that's the cry of our land. Right. So for me, the reason why I found a project Conshell is, is the reason. This is the cry of our people. It's a time for, 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 for me, uh, I see as a calling. I'm, I'm called to blow the Conshell together, young people of Aotearoa to come together to a, a platform, a space where we can share our story, where we can inspire and learn from one another rather than me just telling people, this is what you need to do. This is A to Z, mm-hmm. but rather no, it's not A to Z. It, it's like the ocean. It's free flowing. Mm-hmm. So you come as you are, you be accepted for as, as who you are and, and, and you be you. Yeah. So that's what Project Conshell is about. That's awesome. So you're visiting schools, you're visiting workplaces, yeah. yes. your yeah. corporations, yes. and and yes. and how do people contact you if they would like so, to kind of yeah. you know get so you to talk? For me, f- I, I f- just feel free to message me on Project Conshell. Mm. It's, it's on Facebook. You'll see the guy with the furry. That's me. <laughs> uh, or you can go on my Instagram account, mm. which is Malcolm M A L C O L M underscore A underscore Andrews. Mm-hmm. Feel free to just follow me or just send me a message. I've got uh, you know recently I've got um, you know amazing people from Christchurch that's asked me to to come and help them out. Cool. I've got Ministry of Foreign Affairs that's that's willing to to get me talk to the community Pacific communities and all that and other people that's invited me and I guess um, it's I see it as, as an opportunity to grow, but at the same time, an opportunity to reach out. Mm. Um, because I, I, like I said, my dream is to change the world. So Project Conchal is not just New Zealand. I've, I've touched schools in Fiji. Last year alone, there's a school from one of the m- most interior places in Fiji, Outer Island, uh, sent a message uh, and asked if I could do a motivational video. So I did a motivational video. They were preparing for the exams. Results came, 98% pass rate. Wow. And they were thanking me. And I said, no, 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 no. It's not me, you know. I, I like I said, it's my calling. I've just uh, planted a seed that's uh, that's already got the land, that's already got the water, the sun there. But you just need a seed to be planted in the hearts of those students, and they know their potential. They know that, um, like they always, say, you know, what lies behind you and what lies before you are nothing compared to what lies within mm. you. So that's the space that I need to touch, that we need to touch as a community. Wow, Malcolm, mm. can a seed be planted in an adult? Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. can we still grow? Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I see Mike King and everyone, yeah. um, and, and rightly so, yourself mm-hmm. and others, focusing on the next generation. Mm-hmm. But I want to believe that we, we all yeah. can change. It yes. doesn't matter if we're, you know, 50 or 80. Absolutely. Like, do, mm-hmm. it's possible, do you think? Yeah. Absolutely. I guess, like, planting seeds, it's, it's the same as university. You know, mm-hmm. when you go to any university, you know, as young as maybe 16, 17, to as old as 70s, 80s, and all that, you know, there's always room for learning and in saying that there's always room for planting as well so depending on what seed you're planting you know if it's something that um, focuses on young people and their growth to change the world and plant with young people but for older generation um, there's a proverb they always say um, you know 
it's easy for you to bend a tree when it's young, okay? Mm. But it's hard for you to bend a tree when it's old because the roots and the, the stem is much thicker. But in, his, in saying that, let's not stop sunshine and water from that tree. Mm. Yeah, let's keep adding sunshine, water, and fertilizers, even though it's old, mm. but still, it will eventually grow and branch out. Maybe the branches will fall and plant up, or like a coconut tree, you know, when it's mm. old. Maybe the fruits that will fall, the nuts that will fall, will grow into something bigger. Mm. So if they may not change, they might use the values and lessons to change those coming which is their kids and their children they will come after them so yeah man that's awesome always opportunities yeah man and i definitely feel um i feel that opportunity chatting with you because it's it's nice it feels it feels right Mm. um the final question i ask every guest and i don't know why i ask it i guess it's just trying to better understand how we think you know Mm -hmm. but the question is um is there a moment that i call it blew your mind Mm -hmm. that changed what's the one moment that changed your perspective on life forever do you Mm -hmm. have a do you have a a life-changing moment Mm -hmm. that you went to bed one malcolm and you woke up a different one based on based on an event Mm -hmm. awesome Uh, i guess uh, my, my first year at university was, was life changing <laughs> yeah. for me because you know I went to uni um, and I was so excited. You know the the word went out. You know my my community, my village, everyone was celebrating, and I, and I had a big head about it. Obviously, I already have a big fro in the head, <laughs> but you know, I was, pride came in, started creeping in. I thought I was somebody. You know, I I hung out with the wrong crowd. I started drinking. I started partying. You know, doing all the things that I wasn't supposed to do, or maybe I was exploring in a scene mm. in a way. But then I start I, I started missing classes, missing lectures. Um, and um, you know they always say show me your friends and I'll show you a future I was hang, you know, hanging out with, with the wrong friend but in, in the first semester you know this is something that's personal to me but I, you know because it's thank you for the opportunity Thanks, I'll share, I'll share this you. story you know first semester I did four papers I passed four papers all C minuses you know the, everyone all my friends said don't worry bro C minus get your degrees I said no but I'm on a scholarship remember mm-hmm. you know I can I can maybe improve in the second semester my mind said that I'm going to change but my attitude and the way I do things is still the same mm. so they always say you know, everything begins with a thought the more you think it it will become your actions the more you act it it will become your habit your habit will become your character and your character will define your destiny but to reverse everything it all begins with a single thought although I thought um, I was thinking that I will change but my actions were saying otherwise because um, you know, hanging out with the wrong crew, drinking and all that has become a habit for me. Second semester, I did another four papers. Results came, I failed none, mm. right? And then my grandparents who had nothing and all because I was raised by my grandparents, they, they, they called and said they wanted to celebrate my 21st birthday. They said, why? Why do you need to celebrate my 21st You guys don't have anything, you know? So you see how my mind changed mm-hmm. over time with the cultural exposure, mm-hmm. um, the exposure that I had here in New Zealand. I went home. The very people that sacrificed so much for me, I only spent a night with them. So I spent two weeks in Fiji, but only a night right. with the two, very two important people that sacrificed so much for me. When I came here, um, you know, I was walking on thin red line I was in my last morning with my scholarship and then first semester when it started two weeks into the semester I got a phone call when I was literally partying with my friends I got a phone call from my brother and he said uh, Barry can I um, I've got a message for you so what is it you know I'm drunk can you call me tomorrow mm. and he said no 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 I just want to tell you that um, grandma asked me to tell you that uh, she believes in you I was like oh yeah yeah I know she believes in me that's cool um, she told me to um that she loves you and I said yeah tell her I love her please just call me tomorrow and she said oh um, she said that she has played her part like it is time for you to play yours and I said what does that mean 
can 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 you call me tomorrow for the third time? I was getting frustrated because my brother is not listening to me, and I was obviously under the influence of alcohol. And so those were the last words before she passed on tonight. Bang! Everything just dropped. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I remember dropping to my knees. I was bursting my lungs out. Like why? Why does it have to happen? And there was my wow moment. Mm-hmm. There was uh, there was the moment that I that I changed my to change my life around because the very people that I'm, which is my why, I'm doing this for my grandmother, for my grandfather, and now they're gone, and this is where I'm at. Right. So that's a chance for me to change my life, and then I started getting a, a passes, started getting A's, and and everything else is history now. So that's my wow moment. Oh, man, so something. Yeah, that's, that's a huge a, moment, Malcolm. It's, it is, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a sad moment too. Yes, because mm. you now have to carry that burden. Absolutely, but it will mm. keep you. It's it's almost mm. like, you know, I think about it like a superhero. Yes. Superman, Batman, mm. if you think about their childhoods, yes. horrible. Yes. They lose everything. Mm-hmm. They have nothing. Mm-hmm. They have to use that negative yes. to power them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a really difficult thing. That's it carrying is. that yeah. burden, right? Mm-hmm. Forever. You Abs- will, absolutely. You, because you had hours you could have spent with everyone. That, that's so true. But but mm. now you that's a now yeah. a memory and mm. you have to use that. So well, man, I, I, I just want to thank you, dude, oh, thank for, you for, for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for, the opportunity. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being awesome. open. And, awesome. you know, um, I really do want people to reach out to you. And I look forward thank to you. tracking your journey because awesome. um, changing the world and being an international speaker yes. and, and I'll be able to say, that dude was in my caravan. <laughs> yes. That was awesome. Oh, well, awesome. Um, thank you very much. Thank you, brother. brother. Thank you. And really. thanks, everyone, for watching. And we'll see you next week on the podcast.